0: Thanks for your patience here. Of course, first day back after a few days off here. Uh, Facebook isn't wanting to work, but we will hop on to YouTube here and carry on as normal, I guess, as much as possible here. So, yeah, thank you for hanging in there. And uh, yeah, it's good to be back after days camping, we were down in Cypress Hills, had beautiful weather, it was nice to be, just have some time off, some time with the family, enjoying ourselves out in creation. It's a, a wonderful place to be, but good to be back as well. And So this uh, morning, wanted to continue uh, what we've been doing for a while now, just using the uh, Moravian Daily Text using these texts as a way to guide and shape our lives and our time in, in God's Word this morning. So as we begin, would you quiet yourself? You're probably already in a good spot. Uh, you may be enjoying coffee this morning, who knows, but uh, yeah, you're probably waiting, ready for the Lord. Let's pray this morning. O Lord, our Redeemer, we praise your holy and righteous name. Our voices sing, Alleluia, Alleluia. Praise the Lord, for you are worthy of glory and adoration. Thank you for your unending love and your ever-abiding presence. May our hearts continually lift your holy name and praise this day. Amen our first reading is from Psalm 78, verses 65 to 72. Uh, so this is where we left off last week, uh, last Thursday or Friday, whenever we, uh, yeah, last Friday, I guess. Uh, the Psalm 78 is the story of God's, just a- another recounting of God's deliverance, of God's work in the life of His people, how God had led them out, and yet even all, all that God had done, they still disbelieved, they still doubted. And so this uh, psalm speaks to that, reminds the people of the fact that they doubt, the fact that they're not uh, yeah that they're not trusting God, even though they, they have every reason to trust. I see there's trouble with audio here too. I don't know yeah maybe we will just uh, stop. I don't know if yeah if this is a widespread thing here. let me just check real quick. I don't know if that's any better. Let's see here. Seems to be better there. Maybe we'll try that instead. Uh, yeah, let me know uh, Shelley or anybody else that's watching, if you're still on, if that's any better for the audio. Uh, but we'll uh, yeah, look at Psalm 78. Look at Psalm that's any yeah, Psalm 78. Uh, verses 65 to 72. Yeah, you can hear again. (laughs) First day back problems. I don't know, technology and everything else throwing me uh, for a loop here. Uh, But yeah, we'll look at Psalm 78 here this morning. Psalm 78, verses 65 to 72. Again, I was just saying that it is the story of uh, God uh, uh, just recounting all of God's blessings, all that God has done for his people and yet they continually forget, they continually doubt. It says uh, over and over again, they they keep on sinning. They keep on sinning even though God has delivered them, even though God has worked in their lives. Let me start at verse 65 here. Then the Lord awoke as from sleep, as a man wakes from the stupor of wine. He beats back his enemies, he puts them to everlasting shame. And then he rejected the tents of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but he chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loved. He built his sanctuary like the heights, like the earth that he established forever. He chose David, his servant, and took him from the sheep pens. From tending the sheep, he brought him to be the shepherd of his people, Jacob, of Israel, his inheritance. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands, he led them. And so, just that, that reminder again of, of God's uh, choice, of God's call on lives, and my firm belief that God's hand is on each and every one of our lives, that God is calling us to Himself, and how God raises up people, how God raises up even you for his work to be a blessing wherever you are, whatever people you're involved with uh, today. Uh, Yeah, so I'll just leave it at that for Psalm 78. I wanted to look a little bit more in depth this morning at Luke chapter 5. Again, uh, I think we skipped the first few minutes here. We didn't hear that with the audio, but it's uh, good to be back. Uh, if we were camping down in Cypress Hills for three nights and good to have some family time, be out in uh, God's creation, enjoying his uh, uh, handiwork in such a unique place here in, in Southern Saskatchewan, such a, a different place. Uh, we had Beautiful weather, great time, great time as a family. Uh, well, well needed few days off, but it's good to be back as well here back at it, uh, sitting together with God, with his word today. So Luke chapter 5, Luke chapter 5, let me look at the first 11 verses this morning. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon and asked him to put out a little from shore. And then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, Jesus said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon asked answered, master, So they put their pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. So much I love about this story here: you know, the simple fact that Jesus walks up to the boats. There's no real, uh, you know, evidence or anything that Jesus has had any interaction with Peter or any of these other fishermen. In fact, it seems like this is the the first meeting. It, they're simply called, fishermen were left, left their boats there. Jesus walks up, sits down in one, says, let's go out a little bit. And he starts teaching. And immediately after that, uh, you know, that's, it's kind of a weird circumstance already for someone to be like, okay, yeah, let's go. Uh, you know, let's go out so you can teach. But the fact that Peter then goes and lets off into deeper waters, uh, follows Jesus' instructions, you know, after he had been out fishing all night, kind of like somebody coming and telling you how to do your job. Nobody likes that. Uh, Kind of offensive, actually, right? Jesus does that to Peter. Peter goes out seemingly begrudgingly. He goes out into the, the water and... The rest is history. One of the greatest fish stories ever told. You know, you go fishing and, you know, how big was the fish? And, you know, it keeps getting bigger over time. This is one of those that was, was a tremendous story to begin with. The two boats full of fish. And Peter's reaction, astonished. Of course, you know, he said they didn't catch anything all night and suddenly they had more fish than they, they knew what to do with. Jesus, of course, was making... You know, a a picture here, a parable, an analogy. You know, this is how it's going to be as you go to work for the kingdom, as you go to work with me. Uh, But Simon Peter, it says he was astonished. He falls at Jesus' knees and says, go away from me. Get away from me. I'm a sinful man. He recognizes his own sinfulness, his own mortality, recognizes something in Jesus, uh, the divine. The divine in Jesus. That's so often the first reaction that people have. It's interesting. Peter has this reaction. Other places, uh, you know, people encounter Jesus and they fall at their feet because they know they need something that Jesus has to offer. They need something Jesus has to offer. Jesus says, don't be afraid. You're going to go from catching fish to catching men from now on. And with that simple phrase, with that miraculous catch of fish, suddenly it says, verse 11, they put their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed Jesus. I've always marveled at that. I've always marveled at that. You know, We, we like to put down roots. We like to establish ourselves. We like to you know, carry on with the life that we've built. And what is Jesus calling us to? A difficult question. What is Jesus perhaps calling us to, to lay down? We've, we've maybe been confronted by that uh, through this pandemic, uh, being forced to give up things, to lay things down. Is there anything in our lives that hinder us from following Jesus completely and wholly? Is there anything in our lives that Hinder us from that. Jesus wants to be us to be free of those things, so that we can follow Him. That is His greatest desire for us: that we would follow Him, we would know Him, we would love Him, with all that we do and all that we are. Would you pray with me, Lord Jesus? We thank you. We thank you for the reminder that you are in the business of calling. That you call us. In fact, you're calling out to the whole world. You desire that each and every person whom you've created would live in a dedicated, a loving relationship with you through your son, Jesus. Lord, we we, we confess, we acknowledge the ways that we've Actively resisted that call the ways that we've pushed away you away the ways that we've Tried to You know choose our own path The times that we have thought that we know better than you Lord, we're sorry for those times for doubting for trusting in ourselves more than we trusted in you. Lord, we pray that you would work willing hearts to follow, malleable, moldable hearts and lives to follow you wherever you lead, wherever you go. Have your way among us, Lord, we pray. So this morning, we're bold to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, So our uh, watchwords for today, those short uh, verses that we think on, that we meditate on throughout the day. The first one comes from Isaiah 60, verse 16. I, the Lord, excuse me, I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One. And then from Romans 8, 35, who will separate us from the love of Christ? So as you go about your day this morning, may you be following Jesus in all that you do. Be willing to go where he leads you this morning. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. May be a blessing to all you meet today. We'll be back tomorrow morning, hopefully with less uh, technical difficulties. Hopefully Facebook will be back up and running and uh, audio issues will be sorted out here again. Uh, Tomorrow morning, 8.30 for morning devotions. Uh, Normally on Thursday afternoons, we've been doing Bible study since I am just back and have a few other things on my plate over the next couple days here. Uh, We're gonna not do devotions this afternoon. will pick up uh, with the Minor Prophets again next week. And we might try to finish them out next week. We might try to tackle three books. Uh, We'll see how life goes, how time goes with that. Uh, But thanks for joining me this morning. We will see you again tomorrow morning. Uh, Blessings on your day here. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining me this morning.